Bueller. 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 podcast where we overanalyze the John Hughes classic Ferris Bueller's Day Off one minute at a time. I'm Gary Roby. I'm Victoria Cope. And we have George Hendricks with us wrapping up the week. Thanks for being here all week, George. Oh, I love it. I need to talk about that soundtrack at some point. Or the not lack thereof. I yeah, it's really interesting. I this keeps coming up. There's so many like musicless moments like i think i think more of this movie is quiet than actually has any sort of score and whatever score there is it's more just like short music cues well i was just talking about the music in general because i don't know if they ever got around to changing that but i know for a fact that growing up you could not there they didn't make a soundtrack to this as many no, uh, all the songs all the awesome songs that are on this thing all of them they did not make a soundtrack for it no, no, they didn't. And, and uh, the one that is that I, I have a copy of the soundtrack, but it was put together by La La Land Records. So it's not like an official like this is the the official movie soundtrack put out by whoever. I don't even um, have that. I went through a couple of years ago and just relentlessly hunted down which song was what and then went and yeah. downloaded it and built a playlist. And mm-hmm. The only thing I couldn't find was the... Uh, was the instrumental version of uh, Please Let Me Get What I Want from the museum. And that was the only one. Yeah. And that the thing is, that was one of my favorite ones. That one's really good. The, the La La Land Records soundtrack has, I think, everything except for the March of the Swivel Heads, the song that plays when he's running home later in the, at the end of the movie. Gotcha. Uh, that one's not in it. And then I think there's like the music that's playing on the boom box when they're at the pool later. I don't think that that's on it either. But uh, yeah, but that's just is... that weird like, generic 80s like funky yeah. dance. Yeah. Like anytime, like remember to watch the show, you can't do that on television? No. It was, it was, it was like show. a mid to late 80s like variety type show on Nickelodeon where it's like you say water, you had water dumped on you. Or if you said, I don't know, you had slime dumped on you. It was like just oh. perfect, like Canadian nickelodeon wheelhouse stuff and with the slime and everything and they, it, they did like sketch shows so they would do like little bits and pieces of like you know these canadian kids landis morissette got started on that show oh wow yeah and um they'll do this thing where they'll bring out a, a boom box and they're like oh let's listen to the music and they'll hit a button and it's like this just like this just generic yeah, just like, this like funky funk kinda. like bass <laughs> and yeah just so generic and yeah so that's yeah. what's playing at the thing but mm-hmm. I'm off to look into that version and yeah, yeah, because they're like back in the day, the the producers were like, "This is too different. No one's going to want to listen to this. We will not sell anything, so we're just not going to put together a soundtrack." Like, no, I want it. I want it. And it's one of the best movie soundtracks ever. Not just in the '80s, but period. It's just got such a weird. It's like you don't know these songs without thinking Mm -hmm. of this movie. Yeah, well, uh, John Hughes very deliberately wanted to pick music that. People wouldn't just have heard on the radio he or something. A, he did a great job. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I uh, I totally agree. the The thing that I really like about the La La Land record uh, soundtrack is that it's got all the Ira Newborn score, so it's even got pieces of music that aren't in the movie. Oh, and, nice. Uh, I'll look into I didn't get to talk about it much, but I think Cameron Cameron's uh, cues in that score 
there's like two or three additional tracks we don't hear, so you kind of get the progression from the very cold, like in his bedroom, like the like to that, like him taking a stand against his father and it like growing into something else. But you only get the beginning and the end in the movie, which is kind of unfortunate. Well, I will look into that. So send me the link to that yes. or, or whatever, and I'll like. I'll oh yeah, out. I'll uh, I'll find that for you and I'll yeah. send it to you because I right. got that like right before we started doing this. Because uh, I like I've always wanted to like just have it. Oh, it's good. And it's and it's and it's like a playlist I made on my iPhone like four years ago, <laughs> and I'm I think it might still be floating around on the cloud somewhere. But I have to like. But I bought all the songs. I like legit. Like I'm gonna pay for this soundtrack. So I like yeah. to start downloading them. Ninety nine cents on iTunes. You know, it's worth it. I think it's great. Okay. Did I talk about the minute yet? I don't think I talked about the minute Oh, no. Minute you should today, probably do that. You guys. We're talking about minute number 45. Minute 45 starts with Ferris chewing on an ice cube. And it ends with the beginnings of a tale about Cameron's home life. So we see them. They're seated around the table now. The Mater D has left and they can kind of be themselves once more. Eat their free pancreas. Right? They're pretending to be such adults. They, like, clink their wine, their water glasses yeah. together. Like, they have some drink and he... I just... I think it's so childish the way he, like, munches on his ice. You're not supposed he, to toast he, water. But I guess that's no. all you can do when you're underage. Yeah. What is... When did the the drinking age change? Like, it was... It wasn't 21 until... More... I don't know. I think my mom... My mom was able to drink when she was 18... And then it got changed to 21, and they, like, grandfathered her in or something, I think is the story. So she was still able to go out and buy stuff, even though she had friends it, who weren't. It's been a long time ago, because I, I've always known her to be 21, at least in the States. Yeah. I think I think that would have been... Oh, I don't even know when my mom... T- off the top of my head, I can't <laughs> tell you the year my mom turned 18. <laughs> Shame on you. Sorry, Gary's <laughs> mom. 84? Sorry. I think it would have been in 84. Hey, that's the year Gremlins came out. <gasps> <gasps> so it must have been somewhere oh, between yeah. like 84 and 87. Yeah, and I was I was 7 when that ended. There you go. So, so yeah. So Do I think that sometime that, in. So, so they might. They. No, I don't know if they're over 18. So let's let's say no. I mean, oh, definitely not I think, because yeah, they're, they're like water. 17, 18 maybe. But even then, they probably wouldn't be old enough to drink if it did switch over in 84. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what year the change happened. Who knows? So they're they're drinking water with ice in it. And Ferris chews the ice. Do you like chewing ice, Victoria? I know people that do. Not particularly. I mean, I'm, I'm not... If it's a hot day and, and I've had a glass of water and there's ice at the bottom of my glass. Sure. I might munch probably, on ice. Probably, but... I don't seek it out. I remember sure. working at the theater and people asking for like... Like little, a cup of ice. Like a little cup of ice. Yeah. The, the, isn't that supposed to mean like you have like an iron deficiency or something? It, I don't know. If you want to munch on ice? Yeah. <laughs> what? That's interesting. I have no idea. W- why would that... Signify you... an iron deficiency? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know, but that's just how I heard that, you know? It's uh, crunching on ice signifies an iron deficiency. Okay. When I Google chewing ice, literally the first thing that comes up is chewing ice iron deficiency. (laughs) Uh, And it says, doctors use the term pica to describe a craving and chewing substances that have no nutritional value, such as ice, clay, soil, or paper. Uh, It's often associated with With iron deficiency anemia, although the reason is unclear. So they don't know why. Pregnant pregnant women get that. Well, they'll they'll be like driven to like eat weird non-organic things. 
Interesting. But, um, anemia is usually fixed by, you know, like eating a steak. So well, 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 I know that like women when like, when they're at the hospital and they're going to give birth and they they're given uh when they they give them uh cups of ice chips because they're mm. not allowed to eat or drink anything oh. because yeah. it has to do with you know sure, they're about sure, to sure. give birth. Yeah. Well, no, in cases well that's the case they have to give them a C section to put them under. Yeah. They don't have anything on their stomach, so they won't aspirate on their you exactly know, yeah aspirations. So I know well, that, but like you mean like naturally they they'll have a craving for it. Yeah, yeah. Like well, while they're pregnant, you know, that's what I've always heard. The, the the term for craving ice is pagophagia. Oh, okay. Here we go. That's the big ten dollar word for this episode. You learned really something, really people. It. Yeah. <laughs> Come for Ferris's antics. Stay for facts about chewing ice. Yeah. Iron deficiencies and stuff. <laughs> I still think that looks like a damn L, Gary. I. I am. Holds the menu up. It looks like an L. Looks like a swirly L. But it's a it's a fancy cue. Whatever. Head cannon. It, oh, that is a cue. Yeah, that's a cue. But it also but looks like an L. That that's the not the way. That. That's not a way the a cursive L looks. Well, that's what, not what cursive you? completely. It's just kind of script. I mean, they, well, they, kind they of borrow. It's but even in cal- calligraphy, like the L wouldn't look like that. It's a. It that's is a, a funny. A, it is a funny. I could see why it doesn't look like a. It does look more like an L than a Q. See, if no one had the internet, we would think it's Shay Louise. Yes. Louis. Louis. Shay Louis. You. No, but it's Shaky. 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 He says key when he puts the key. phone. I think Shaky. Like Shakey's. Like Shakey's. <laughs> They're like a pizza joint, right? I think. I think so. I don't know. I've never been there. I've heard of it, but and I think there used to be one around, but it closed. So I don't know. Yeah, Shakey's is a pizza joint. Okay. Pizza parlor. It says. Oh, parlor. And Victoria. There's one. The closest is in Chula Vista. Oh wow! No, there used to be one in La Mesa, but it closed. Oh. Mm. Talking about San Diego neighborhoods <laughs> for people areas. who aren't from here. If they really oh, wanted you to earn your pizza, they should make it a pizza parkour. <laughs> pizza like, parkour. Jumps and like really like athletic Like it's going to be at the top of this thing. Yeah. yeah but then, yeah. but then, but then you're going to burn, you're, you'll burn off all of that. Or no, you'll be, you'll be hungry and fit. You've, you've done all your prep work, your exercise. So yeah, exactly. You've burned it off and then you go and eat. And so you're starting from at least a zero rather than there like, you, you know, just sit around and order a pizza. <laughs> Perfect. I like that. But then you're so full, there's a slide down. You just slide back down. Oh, no, no, you just get it. Then you're going to take it home. So you got to parkour back down with the pizza. Yeah, in your <laughs> with the pizza in your with hand. With the pizza. Time. Yeah. That, that's impressive. That pizza would parkour. be impressive. It's pizza parkour. Yeah. I feel like if like you're legit able to do that, they'd offer you like a delivery job. Like, no, you could deliver pizzas. You just parkour across the city. Mm-hmm. And, oh, del- man. and deliver the pizza. That's amazing. Right. I've seen some of those, some some parkour videos on like YouTube and stuff, and sometimes they're, they're it's crazy. really impressive. Yeah, it's that's nuts. If they made the Matrix today, there'd be a lot more parkour in it. Well, I mean, that's why uh, Casino Royale opens up with a huge parkour sequence. Oh, it does. Like so big. So oh, but big. my favorite part, my favorite part of that Casino Royale parkour <clears throat> thing is when when James Bond just busts through the wall. Oh my god! <laughs> because he's like, I'm not doing that. It's really amazing. Yeah, I love that's that movie. Silly. Man, I want to watch that movie now. 
I know it's really good. I think I'm gonna watch James Bond after this. Casino Royale. That's my that's my jam. Casino Royale weekend. It'll be good. Okay, okay. So so, so I like the restaurant we get to. Yes, we cut from the restaurant to well. Uh, did we talk about Ferris telling Cameron like you thought we we wouldn't have any fun? Shame on you. Like, I mean, I think that's just a setup line for I, later when Cameron, I, you know. Uh huh. I don't know eating at a fancy, pretentious restaurant equals fun. That's the thing. For Ferris, it wasn't about the food. It was about getting It was about beating the guy. It was about his long con, getting in. Like I said, that's why I think even more that this is a whole, this is from the plan from the beginning. Because he's like, this has been so much fun. Because he, he he's always in control. Yeah, I don't know if if I was if I was Cameron, I would look at him like, no, this actually isn't that much fun. <laughs> like, I mean, for you. Well, that's why that's why that's why when when Ferris does bring it up later, and he's like, we've seen, what what have you seen today? And he's like, Priceless nothing good. Art. No, nothing. Like, we've eaten he's pancreas. Like, we've we've seen everything good. What? We should talk. Okay, we should talk about this like eating pancreas thing, um, be, before we leave the restaurant because it doesn't actually happen in the movie. It was like a deleted scene. They order like sweetbreads uh-huh. or something, and they of course don't know what it is, and they're eating it. And he comes up and is like, "How's your meal going?" And and they cut it out because well, and then it turns out that they're eating pancreas. They ask what the sweetbreads are, and he says pancreas, and they have like a adverse reaction to it. Basically, they're like, "Ew, like uh, what? What are we doing?" Yeah. But they cut it out because they didn't want the Mato D to get like have a one up on Ferris. Which, which like, I feel like, like yeah, that, that would have read off like that. It's like, you know, he got it back. Yeah, exactly. Um, but Ferris needs to be like this idealized sort of character. He can't be beaten. And so they cut that bit out. But they leave the reference to that bit in because they had already shot that. <laughs> yeah, but I like it because I like the fact that it implied that they, if, they tried a new food. That's why I was thinking. Yes. Like, oh, you, yes. you explored something new. Rather and than I've being had, tricked by I've it. I've had pancreas. It's kind of squishy, but it's fine. It was in conjunction with other things, so it wasn't like oh. I was just eating that. It's kind of on just this mushy some side. pancreas. Or organ meats are very uh, interesting. I think the very, very beginning of next week, we see like Cameron like cough over his shoulder or something, and I think that that is like the one little bit of like the pancreas thing that's still in It's the, still there. Yeah. It was like one of the reaction shots from that sequence. I've never eaten a pancreas. Me neither. I've eaten liver. I don't think I've had any weird. I don't like liver. Meats. I don't like. I really like liver. I like beef liver and chicken liver. Yeah. Oof, oh. I think it tastes good. I've it's never. It's the texture. Liver. It's a flavor thing. I grew up with like chicken livers and stuff like that. As like you know, southern. We're making some chicken livers. I'm like, well, I'm not eating dinner tonight. <laughs> See, like uh, that that happened at my house. My grandfather, my great grandfather, had uh, rabbit hutches. Oh. In which he would make rabbit stew and whatnot like he'd go down and kill a rabbit and whatever and so when my mom my my mom's sisters and cousins and when they would see the grandpa go downstairs where they know the uh rabbit hutches are and they saw what was hap- a stew was being made for dinner they wouldn't eat because <laughs> they know it's gonna they be know like it's one a of the rabbit rabbits. it's one of the rabbits they wouldn't want to eat it oh then that rabbit gave personally. its life for nothing other people ate it in the family they have yeah. a big family so Someone ate it. He ate it. It was all for him, right? Uh, I, I I agree with that. Probably like uh, that seems a so rabbit right. a day keeps the doctor away. <laughs> well, see, my my both my grandparents, great grandparents worked on on horse ranch and oh. that kind of stuff. So. My great grandparents worked in coal mines. Uh, 
Interesting. Oh, miners. Yeah. Interesting. Mine were ranchers. They, mm. uh, my, my great-grandparents worked for Lucille Ball and Desi Arnaz. Wow. Uh, and worked on their ranch in Arizona for, for a time. That's fascinating. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. My, my great-grandmother's favorite thing was talking mad crap about Lucille Ball. <laughs> about, like, how awful she was. That's really funny. <laughs> called her high maintenance, called her like Oh, I could believe that. She like called her like all kinds of things. But of course like was like the but but Desi, like no, like he was amazing. Like all, nothing but good things about Desi. Oh. <laughs> of course. Interesting. Right? Yeah, I don't know. That's cool. That's really cool. But I like I like liver. I just... Yeah, I've never had any like weird organ meats. The weirdest thing I think I I've had was hearts are a thing, but I don't. Mm. I've never had that. I know you can go I to Japan and tongue. and they have like a lot of foods on sticks there, like street foods, and you can get yeah. a chicken butthole. Ew! Ew! Weird. I don't know about all that. And it's kind of. I haven't had it, but I've heard it's kind of like chewy and like kind of a little like you know a little chewy. I could. I, I mean, like. I mean, I like gizzards, but that's the closest gizzards. like gizzards. I like gizzards. Those are good. I think I've had gizzards. I've had tongue. Tongue is good, but you have, had, to, had, you have to have tongue. someone who knows how to repair it because it yeah. could be really easy to mess up tongue. Yeah. Uh, and in Mexican culture, you taco shops that you can uh-huh. find uh, tacos that are, have brains in them. Ew, brains. Yeah, like it would be like probably cow brains. I think. Ew. Yeah. I've never had it, but uh, you see it in, in certain taco shops, if you like certain really, really super authentic looking ones, like they got them, you'll see it. That's interesting. It won't say brain. It will say like, like cabeza, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. but it's, but it's politely. Yeah. But it's, brains. but it's brains. But it's brains. brains. And, and they'll have a, it will say like, like tacos de lengua. It will be like a uh-huh. tongue for tongue. Yeah. Well, tongue tacos. I have had tongue tacos. Tongue tacos. Uh-huh. It's I like not- shredded meat. Weird. That's not how I had it. I literally had it like in middle school. It was just a ton. It was, like in middle school, my my social studies teacher oh. brought in tongue and cooked it on a hot plate in the class. What? In wow. the on a hot plate? Yep, and cooked That's it in the class core. and gave it to all of us so, uh, we could, so we could eat. That's it. weird. Yeah. That's weird. I don't like that. <laughs> that you have a problem with? No, I had. I went. I was hanging out with a friend of mine, and we were having tacos at his like very authentically Mexican family's house. And then there his little know. brother was like, "They're made of tongue." <laughs> I was like, all right. I just kept eating. It was really good. I didn't care. Right. It always, it always like, I always think it's funny when people like are eating and enjoying something, and then they're told what it is, and they spit it out. I'm like, like no, you were literally you just were literally just it. like, mmm. Like, One time I'll do that if someone tells me like surprises me with the idea that there's mayonnaise in something because I hate mayonnaise. And if, <laughs> but if you and, liked if I, it, if I don't know it's there, it's fine. Told. Listen, I, I listen. I am not claiming it's rational or logical. <laughs> I'm saying that if you tell me flat out like, oh, there's mayonnaise in that. I'd be like, and I'm like, I'm like, damn it! Why did you do that? I could have I just eaten this whole thing and not known. That's you, hilarious. Why do you guys because I also dick? really don't like mayonnaise. Because that's so funny. Ugh. No, thank you. No, thank you. It's better than Miracle Whip. I could, I could agree with that. But even then, I'm not. I just don't want it. I want nothing to do with it. All right. No I think we're done with the that's, restaurant. That's hilarious. Yeah. For now. On to genie and a not bottle. Pancreas. On to genie. Genie in a um, hallway, not genie in a box. Genie in a hallway. <laughs> it's a narrow it's hallway. Genie in a hallway, baby. Um, and we have this her voiceover, so she's not actually. I like the like the last line, the very very last line is like her speaking like out loud, but this is all in her head, I suppose. John Hughes says he doesn't really like this shot in particular because well, it's very kind of wobbly. Well, it's a hand. It looks like it's a handheld 
tracking shot from like like a long yeah it's a weird handheld push-in thing yeah. there's no dolly involved he and said they like, didn't have a lot of time to do this and so he's kind of disappointed with how the shot turned out I guess I it works really because it's got it was... like sort of like a you know I've like as soon as I started watching this I'm like oh yeah that is bouncy yeah watching it for the minutes I totally but like as a kid watching the movie I never really f- considered it before but yeah it's definitely like it's definitely a very bouncy shot compared to the rest of the movie and her her so her dialogue her her inner thoughts is maybe I'm overreacting maybe Ferris isn't such a bad guy after all I got a car he got a computer still why should he get to do whatever he wants whenever he wants why should everything work out for him what makes him so goddamn special and that's when she says out loud screw, screw him this piece of music, this piece of music from the Ira Newborn score is called Genie Turns Ugly. <laughs> because because there's this moment where like maybe she's going to let up. Maybe she's going to just like go on with her day and stop fretting about her brother and his business. And then no. Screw him. She's going to go find him and get him in trouble. She's going to catch him because her parents don't realize what that he's brown nosing them and scamming them behind their back playing. I don't know. It's a whole, it's a whole thing. If Rooney had still been at the school, cause she's going to go like to his office. If he had still been at the school and the two of them teamed up together, do you think it still would have been this kind of bumbling thing? I don't know if she would have teamed up with him though. No, I, he seems she would like have, the kind of guy that students don't like him no matter what. She would have got, like, She Ew. went in to go talk to him and probably be like, my brother's playing hooky. And he's like, Do yeah, I know. About it. Oh, and then he just leaves. And yeah. Because she's supposed to be in school. So she's going to st- like stay here. I'll go find your brother. And then it just becomes the exact same. Yeah. Well, then he she's got to get Grace, and, past Grace and her and Grace do not get along. No, spoilers. It's like my favorite thing. I know. I'm excited to get to Is that the last Grace line i think so i think it is too yeah i'm pretty sure what a little bitch we'll get there save it i won't get there this is my last minute so i'm sorry that's true you'll miss it i'm sorry i'm so sorry it's fun having you here it's gonna talk about Mm -hmm. the whole movie right now the whole no then it defeats the whole purpose of movies by minutes whatever Uh, I like that we get Ferris's dialogue before we actually cut back to him. So we're still lingering on Genie when he says, I used to think my family was the only one that had weirdness in it. <laughs> well, it stays on Genie. Uh-huh. He does a really and good way. It, John Hughes, obviously, and then the editing. And yeah. then just, it's just a good way of tying the scenes together and keeping everything thematic. It's really nice. Yeah. Matthew Broderick must have a type. You said that he used to, like, him and uh, Jennifer Grey yeah. were dating. And this is back pre-Noah's you know, job. Mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. and then he ended up marrying, like, Sarah Jessica Parker. And I'm like, you have a type. He likes like, noses. Yeah, right? Right? I'm just saying. Like, what I if think his he has marriage to Sarah Jessica noses. Parker is some weird, sublimated, like, man, I wish Jennifer Grey and I stayed together. And, and then not like, got he, a nose he had, a, like, a whole thing for her. And then she got the nose job. And he's like, screw it. I need the... somebody with a better nose. And so he got, <laughs> you know, he got with Sarah Jessica Parker. Right. Who, you know, yeah. Their relationship ended on a very terrible note. For him and... For him and Jennifer, Jennifer Grey. Uh-huh. Because they oh, were they playing siblings in, in a movie. They, <laughs> they got in a really horrendous car accident and two people died. Oh, my. Yeah. 
and pretty bad. And I think that like not long after the two of them stopped seeing each other. That'll do it, all right. That will do it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Do it. It's it was an ex- it was a very extreme sort of thing. Damn. Isn't that crazy? That is crazy. Yeah. Uh, I wish I knew who this bathroom attendant guy he was. Looks, he looks like he's like half dead. Like, <laughs> are you alive over there, I'll old probably, man? I'll probably see if I can have more information for him next week. But, but he's just like chilling in the corner here. I He's th- not a very good you, bathroom attendant. Have you been to a place that had a no. attendant in the bathroom? Nope. Yeah. I've been to a yeah. few. Wait, no, do just, girl, would a girl, would do women have restrooms have attendants? No, but female restrooms have couches, Gary, so there's a difference. They do have little couches in there. Oh, I've never... That's nice. They do have little couches We have there. We have bathroom attendants sometimes. sometimes so you can you sit get and wait for your girlfriend. Sometimes you poop. get, like, a little sitting room, <laughs> and then there's the actual, like, That's so, room so with the silly. Stalls. That's so interesting. Uh, the only time I've ever heard about a, a woman's bathroom having an attendant is, like, some episode of Seinfeld. Oh. In which, like, Kramer is very, like, um ashamed because his mother is a bathroom attendant oh he doesn't want to admit that's funny that's what she is but she's a bathroom attendant at a restaurant no it's it's i've been there's some places that are like super fancy that have bathroom attendants and then there are some places that i'm like surprised like there are attendants in the bathroom at the san diego airport that's weird that is weird um, I always find it awkward because it's like, wait, do I just, I don't want any of this stuff. Do I just got to like, and then the yeah. guy hands me towels. I'm like, oh, I'm man. Like I could have gotten my own like, towels out of the little, yeah. And then you're like, you know, it's like, thanks. But, you know, it's like, oh, I don't have a dollar to tip the guy. And just, mm-hmm. I just, it's just awkward. I just, yep. I'm a self-service kind of man. I totally right? agree yeah. with you. No, I would have. I will use think. the cust- I will use the self-checkout. Before <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Same. <laughs> I think we're just. The less human interaction, the better. <laughs> right. Like, no thanks touching people or talking to people or having people talk to you. I would think that would be such a... I wouldn't want that job. No, You're I would not want that job sit there and have to listen to people go to the bathroom all day. Ew, I know. It's probably terrible. Shouldn't have had that Indian food. Shouldn't have had that pancreas. Right, yeah, no kidding. Oof. 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 Do you think you can tell what people had for lunch? I don't know. I was just thinking about that. <laughs> That's so gross. He's like, Escar, go right through you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so awful. Like, oh, he had the asparagus. Really funny. So, so Ferris used to think that his family was the only one that had weirdness in it. Everyone that, thinks our family's weird until they meet other people's families. They're like, yep. and he oh, says, oh, you're real yep. weird. That used to worry me, but then I saw how Cameron's family yeah, functions. Yeah, exactly. His home life is really twisted. I think that's why he's sick all the time. It really bothers him. That's the end of the week. It really bothers him. It really him. bothers him. All right, There's great. more Talk than that. Later. Bye. <laughs> Just, I'm out of here. He's like, I'm done. Freedom. Let's wrap but the no, week up. Like, yeah, it's it's interesting when he muses and waxes philosophic on other people's lives. You know, yeah, like it's like his weird little like white middle class privilege I, perspective I, on on how other people operate. I really really like Ferris looking in the mirror at the camera. Yeah. That his reflection is the one that's looking at us. Like I think that that's like a really interesting shot. Because they've been breaking the fourth wall so much in this movie already. Mm-hmm. I like how like his voice is like they kept it like bathroom echoey. They, they like kept it like legitimate. They didn't like dub it over or mic him. Yeah. They like like let's make it sound like he's actually in a bathroom, mm-hmm. like a big fancy. You hear the space. She Huilui bathroom. <laughs>
I like it. I like the flowers in the bathroom too. There's just flowers everywhere in this place. I don't like the tile, the like the so like you have the the crosshatch tile and then like the solid paint. Yeah. And then like the weird little like embellishment tiles, they they're not symmetrical as to where like the the <laughs> fancy ones are, and it drives me crazy. Yeah, it's a weird pattern. Or it's if just they like are, every... it just doesn't look like it because you have like one, two, three, and then one, and then one, two, three, then like around the. It's just like the one above the guy's head just looks out of place. Yes, I agree with you there. It's weird. <laughs> Don't like it. It doesn't make sense. More like Shay Pewy. <laughs> Pewy. What is all the stuff that's in? There's like a talcum powder. There is... There's colognes and there's... It looks, yeah, like, probably like, and it looks yeah. like there's like... Yeah, like one of the... You know when you go to like a like a barber shop or somewhere and get your hair cut? Like yeah, the barber side that has the, the brushes in it. Like I think, yeah. There's, there's usually like combs there. Like a little... Like a pocket comb. Uh, the talcum powder. Cologne. Yeah, cologne. Like something to spray. Hmm. Uh, yeah, this guy just sits here with an air freshener spray every once in a while. Just yeah. Like, like usually sh- there'll be a, a like a... Breath, a breath know. fresher for your mouth, like as well. Like, I don't know. If he's been doing this for as long as he seems like he's been doing this, he probably doesn't have a sense of smell anymore. He's been doing this since it opened. <laughs> yeah. Oh no. Do, do this, he could... this is this is Quee. <laughs> he is Quee. He's Quee. Oh, poor Quee. Poor Quee. He's fallen so far. Poor Qua. <laughs> poor Qua. Um, I. I, I think I would ship him and the little old lady with the beehive hair that's like driving in front of Tom Mueller <laughs> later in the movie. Yeah, uh, that's the OTP. Maybe they're you don't have to. Maybe they're already married. There you go. She's Perfect. I could I could I could put the two of them. I, I like that. She's Mrs. Quee. Mrs. Quee. She's also. We had the deleted scene of the the bank teller. She was the bank teller, which I like the beehive you said it was the the tallest blue beehive you've ever seen (laughs) okay i think we'll get more of well i mean i think we'll get more of uh of uh ferris's waxing philosophical next week so i think we can i think we can stop here i feel pretty good this was a really fun week thanks for being here george hey you said we wouldn't have any fun Oh, thanks for having me. You guys are great. It's always fun to talk to you guys. Yeah, I always I always enjoy talking to you as well. Uh, let people know one final time where they can find you on the internet. The Mogwai Minute. <gasps> Mogwai Minute! <laughs> so delighted right now. Neil's going to be furious. <laughs> I'm okay with that. <laughs> yeah, That's great. Um, That's even more reason to do yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's my driving force in life. But yeah, um, so that means on... you have to get the waveform. <laughs> oh snap! <laughs> I've already got mine coming. Mine's coming like in like a day or so. Yeah. Oh, I really, I really, I really do like the 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 Hello Friends waveform shirt that you guys put out. That was a very. That was a. That was a. Yeah, nice little design choice. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. That was very clever. But yeah. Um, yeah, find us on the internet, the Mogwai Minute. We're on Twitter and Instagram and all that sort of stuff. Uh, you know, we're still pretty active on Twitter. Instagram's kind of that was sort of a show update, like, oh, this is our new show. We haven't posted anything on there since, but um, <laughs> yeah, find us on our Facebook at the Mogwai Minute Facebook group. Join not the Facebook page because that doesn't do anything, but the Facebook group where you can actually talk to people. Yeah, join the group. We, it's fun. We debate pineapple pizza and fan art and all sorts of great things. All sorts of great things. Pineapple pizza, yes. 
Every so once good. in a while, I post something on there. I think that's like the only minute listeners show, even though I don't <laughs> that you like contribute to <laughs> that I actually contribute to. It's like, it's like oh, I don't listen to the show, but I'll definitely post on the page. You right, know what, yeah. Victoria? That's the, great. The community's yeah, great. It's fun. I, I like it over I, there. I started trying to do that for. Uh, what's that one? We were just oh, you posted some for Return to Oz because we were on there uh, last week. I was wrong about the name of the chicken. Ricky's chicken is not named Harriet. It's Henrietta. Henrietta. Oh, Henrietta. For for anyone who listened yeah. to us on Return to Oz minute last week, I've got to take a picture of that chicken. And yeah, share the chicken over there. to the Return to Oz page. I don't the want, listeners' I don't sofa, touch the flying sofa. I don't want to touch it. No, I want Ricky to touch. I mean, it's a weird taxidermy chicken. I wouldn't want to touch it either. I, I, I went to reach for it, and my hand grazed like the the wings, and I was like, "Nope, nope." <laughs> I pulled my hand back. I was like, "Nope." I begged Ricky, and I was like, "Ricky, please." And he was like, "He was like, I don't know if I feel like it because it's out of my reach. Yeah. It's like barely out of my reach. I'm so short." Aww. And and he can reach it easily, and he's like holding that above me, like like literally holding like, it literally over your head. <laughs> like like I'll get it when I feel like it, and I'm just like. You're Aww. such a jerk. Uh, uh, so go check out, guys. Check out Mogwai Minute. Check out... Oh my god, oh. this motorcycle. We're motorcycle all very minute. impressed. <laughs> go very check good. out Mogwai Minute and Return to Oz Minute. Go yeah. to moviesbyminutes.com and check go out all of the on, other on Minute Oz shows. Minute. There are so many Minute shows. And hey, go listen to Harry Potter Minute. Yeah, hey, go listen to Harry Potter and, Minute. And if you listen Mischief to, to Minute. if you listen to Mogwai Minute, eventually you'll hear me and Gary on there yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're on, on there too. They're, we're on and there. You'll hear me really all the time because I'm on every episode. Oh my yeah. god, what? What? Everyone, I know how weird. That's that's amazing. It's pretty that's bizarre. Amazing. Unbroken streak. Unbroken streak. Oh, Victoria broke the streak for our show. I know. Oh, oh. I'm the one. I'm so sorry. It's okay. I'm sorry. No, it was it was fun. It was a different. Someone doesn't get a perfect attendance record when they graduate. I know. I don't get my award. You're oh, well. you, you're absent five times. <laughs> five, five times. times. <laughs> oh. oh, this is this this is this is a blast. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Rooney's gonna call my mom. Oh, be like, are you are you are so you are aware that your daughter is not on the podcast today? <laughs> Gary's a righteous dude. <laughs> 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 on that note <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you thank you George yeah.